episode 24 of our little talks. It's a very special episode, as today we'll be talking about the new Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny movie. It's the special annual Indiana Jones episode. Well, we've never done one about Indiana Jones before. So the first it's annual Indiana Jones episode. The last annual. The first and Indiana last annual. <laughs> Uh, Jones episode. I don't know where to begin other than saying um, spoilers. There will be spoilers. Spoilers ahead, yes. Definitely. So if you haven't seen it, which it appears based on the box office, most people have not seen it. Um, spoilers f- um, will be happening in here as we discuss Indiana Jones and the Dial of Density. <laughs> Karina, um, we went to see this you said my name. Oh, we're not deleting it. We just went put to a big see bleep over it. Beep beep. We went to see beep beep beep. We went to see the Dial of Density. Um, yes, we did. Earlier this week, did we go on the Sunday? We went on a Sunday. Yes, because I work. Right. I work until six on I, Sundays. Let me so. let me just say this. I went to see. I can remember seeing um, Raiders of the Lost Ark in the theater. Crowded, packed. Me too. Um, n- well, not you didn't see it in 1981 <laughs> no, when it came out. I was uh, crowded, packed theater. I didn't get to see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom in the theater because it was too dark and scary, and my, so my parents wouldn't take me to see it. I did see it on home video later, um, but I also remember going to see Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade my on a double favorite. date. On a double date in high school, opening night, packed, elbow to elbow, not an empty seat in the house. We went to see The Dial of Density. Mm-hmm. There might have been 10 people in yeah. the auditorium this time. There was more than I was expecting, actually. Um, I guess. I didn't have any expectations. I just knew not many people were going to see it. I knew it was flopping at the box office, Yeah, which is not a good sign. A lot of that can be chalked up to... Um, I wasn't going, my, my initially, I was not going to go see it. Yes. Because I'm, and my reasoning was, I love Indiana Jones too much to go see this new movie, knowing that it was going to be depressed Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Depression. <laughs> I knew he was going to be old man, and they were going to play the, uh, he's old and depressed and beaten down. Yes. card on us so i wasn't going to go see it but i said all right let's go so we went to see it let's um why don't you give me some of your initial thoughts on indiana jones and the depression of density <laughs> um well it was <laughs> well i'd like to thank you folks for joining us yeah. this evening i have um, no thoughts no, I'm just trying to think. I like you said earlier. I don't know where to start. Let's start at the beginning. A well, very good place to start. Exactly. I um, first the first thing that's popping into my head was I was excited to see that the font of the title and the like opening credits was the same as the original movies. All right. I, that was the first thing that I that's noticed. That's a pretty low. Yeah. That's a pretty low. Uh, and it was all downhill from there. Expectations. Um, um yeah, I liked that. Okay. I don't I mean, that was that was kind of cool. Um 
Well, let me let's just start at the beginning then. The movie yes. opens. Spoilers from this point yes, on. From this so point on, we're, if you we're gonna break it down for you guys. The, for the two of you listening, spoilers. There are some people who might be listening, um, that I talked to this week, um, who have seen it. So we, we they might those people if you've seen it, fine. If you haven't I mean, okay. Yes. So and the these movie, are all our personal subjective opinions. Right. So the movie so, opens yeah. with a flashback sequence. Um, it goes back to sometime during World War II, and um, they de-age as the... I don't know why they use that term. They de-aged Harrison Ford. He acted in the scenes, but they de-aged him through the magic of modern technology. They were able to take his young face, put it on his old head, and make him look... <laughs> I thought like, that was an actor that they put... No, it was Harrison oh. Ford. He seemed very spry for uh Well, I'm sure when they was like running or something. Yeah, it wasn't him. But, but he did his own He acting. did the talking part. They put yeah. the dots on his face yes. like they do for um motion capture and then they magically inserted his face on. Well, and here's the other and so it's like a chase scene on a well, a train. Let's not, we don't want to get too in, into too many of the details. We don't want to break down the entire movie scene by scene. No, but yeah. But this first part is is one of the better parts of the movie. Yes. Simply because it's it's kind of like an old Indiana Jones adventure, mm-hmm. but there's two problems. One, the original Indiana Jones movies, all almost all of the action sequences were done um, either on on location. Or in the case of like the mine car chase in Temple of Doom, that was done using physical models, yeah, stop pra- motion practical animation, effects. practical effects. So it still looked real. Okay, yes. most of this is done with a CGI. It's a chase on top of a train. Most of it's done with a CGI train, with um, CGI people. With well, in some in well, the far away shots. far away shots, yes. probably CGI people. And then a CGI, I guess, not CGI, but computer. His face is done by computer. Yes. So it feels sort of like the uh, an adventure from the original films. However, your brain is telling you the whole time, this is off. There's something yeah. off here because it doesn't, f- it doesn't match up with the original films in terms of how it was done. So that throws you off because it's computer generated rather than shot on an actual train like in the last crusade they actually had a chase on a moving train yeah in that film this one's a cgi train with cgi faced harrison ford and your brain's telling you the whole time this there's something off and so it's hard to kind of get into it because there's a natural inclination to compare it to the past films but also your brain just automatically compares it because it's telling you the whole time. It's the uncanny This isn't valley. real. What you're seeing is something off about it. Yeah. Your brain will do that for you. It'll tell you. Your brain just notices something's not right. It's off. And I spent the whole time trying to think during that. And it's like a 20-minute sequence. It was like a 20-minute sequence. And I was sitting there thinking, um, am I enjoying this or not? Because I'm my brain is just like trying to figure out, do I think that looks real? Do I think his face looks real? Does it really look like they're on top of a train? The answer, no. Well, yeah, there was one like far away shot of the train 
moving in the distance and Indiana Jones is running across the top of it and when I saw the shot I just thought that entire thing is fake it looks fake that's all fake and you can tell that the Indiana Jones that's running is not an actual human being doesn't move like a person it was moving unnaturally and it just it, it all looked fake and so that takes you takes you out of the out of the film, out yes. of the story, and because then you're too busy, your brain is just saying, "Hey, this isn't right. Something's something weird is here." Because like the CGI face, Indiana Jones physically looks like Harrison Ford, but it lacks, like, uh, it lacks life because it's not a living thing, so it it doesn't look like it's alive, and also like, it doesn't make the same facial expressions that Harrison Ford does, and so there's just something that's not. 100% right with it. Well, I think it makes facial expressions, but not necessarily the right ones at the right moment. Because it looks like old facial expressions. Well, yeah, that's another thing is that, like, from old movies. Harrison Ford. And his voice is the old, is this 78 year old Harrison Ford's voice. Yeah, because when Harrison Ford is acting, he makes, like, certain facial expressions yeah. but then when they de-age yeah. it that like messes with it but yeah also it was weird that they didn't de-age his voice and i almost think that there's another scene later in the movie where they de-age him to where he's like old but not as old yeah it and would that be like that um, looked like more realistic than the super young one and i don't know if that's just because it's easier to make somebody old look just a little bit less old than make them look very yeah i don't know why that one worked better it was more convincing yeah it was clear that it was supposed to be like 10 years later like the 1950s or something but um that was more convincing for some reason yeah which that might have been makeup maybe or something i don't know it could have been yeah i'm sure i'm sure less editing was involved so that might have been why less editing yes well, that scene on the train, everything is shot kind of in the dark, and it's almost like, well, we're going to shoot this in the dark so you have a hard time picking up the flaws in the in the special effects. I think that was part of it, why they did it that way. Yeah. But probably. that part was okay. okay. Yeah. It was okay. That was okay, yeah. Um, it, it felt very it similar got it off to, to a an good start. Indiana Jones movie. And it was similar, yeah. But the whole premise of this movie is he's 70, he's supposed to be 70 years old. Harrison Ford was 78 when they filmed it, but the character's supposed to be 70 years old. Yes. It's during 1969 when the moon landing has happened. There's a parade in New York. He's teaching in New York, Hunter College in New York, and there's uh, the parade for the three Apollo 11 astronauts is happening. Um, and we sort of learn that Marion... His wife has left him, and that his son has died in in the Vietnam War, and so he is depressed. Because they couldn't get Shia LaBeouf. I think that was their way of not of not of figuring out a way to easily explain why Shia LaBeouf would not be appearing in the film. Although I thought he was, I thought he was did a good job in the in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I thought he was a a good character and was fun, Um, but obviously his. He's had personality issues or something in the yeah. long. He, or he it seems like he's kind of pulled it together, um, but um, I don't know. I thought I think they just I think they were like, hey, we can make a, a more interesting film if we make 
take away his wife and his kid and and Introduce put him put him in a new, a new era that he doesn't yeah. fit in and he's retiring and he doesn't understand these whippersnappers and their rock and roll music yeah. and um, <laughs> and so the fish out of water but also very depressed and um alcoholic seems like he he was drinking coffee so he's he was pouring alcohol into his coffee yeah um so yeah Depressed Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Depression, because he was depressed mm -hmm. f front to back. He was from from the beginning of the film to the end. He was yeah. he was a sour puss, and um, that's not what people want from Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because every Indiana Jones movie, he's like he's he's grumpy because that's part of the character, but he's yeah. never been depressed before. So it's like it's a weird jump from. We've had all these other movies where he's like a kind of not a happy-go-lucky guy, but he's like... Um, he never gives up. He never gives up. He's got hope. He's got ambition and strength, and now we cut to... And that's easy to do when he's younger. Yes. So it's harder to... Yeah. So the natural thing is, well, he's old, so he's going to be lack energy. But that question is, do we really want to see him old, or should we... What we liked about Indiana Jones was he was young... Yeah. He was and book smart. He was world smart. He was adventurous. He, um, the the ladies liked him. Um, that's why guys like characters like Indiana Jones because of those kinds of things. I think that's why everybody likes characters like Indiana Jones. It right. doesn't just have to be guys, but like, um, also, just because he's like, there's a lot of people who are old who aren't depressed and who still have like vitality and a, l a right. love for life. <clears throat> so just because he's old doesn't mean they immediately have to jump to that. Right. It's a, it's a way to set up a good plot, but it's not necessarily, it wasn't necessary to do it that way. They it wasn't necessary it. to do it at all. Yeah. Well, yeah, the whole movie was Because that's the question. Did this really need, did this, um, one of the reviews I read, this is a movie that struggles to convince you that, uh, that it un that it has a reason to exist or something like like what's what's yeah. the point here? The point was money, right? Um, but also, I think Harrison Ford likes to do things where characters are challenged a little bit, which was yeah. why he, he wanted Han to really Solo like... to be killed. That's the only reason they were able to get him to come back and play Han Solo again was he wanted Han Solo's character to lend some weight to the storyline by yeah. dying. In uh, in the service of the story, yes. he has no problem with that. But in um, he had think I don't think he had a problem playing Indiana Jones the way he played him here because it's something different and a little challenge for the character. Mm -hmm. And he seems unlike the press but, tour. He seems to really be proud of the film and but, like very yeah. grateful and gracious but the for angry the attention that it's getting. Middle aged white guys, fat guys, <laughs> fat guys with beards, um, see something nefarious going on. It's the woke. The woke agenda. The woke feminist um, identity liberal. politics. Uh, not even liberal. Leftist. Leftist, yeah. <laughs> um, leftist. Um, they're uh, trying to tear down the white man in these movies and exactly. prop up the white woman. And, um, you know, there is a little bit. There's that going on. I mean, they did the same thing with Luke Skywalker. Depressed. One way to hide and die, and that's kind of what you get the vibe you get from Indiana Jones in this movie. He's depressed and he just wants to retire and go away. Yeah. Um, and everybody's like, You're ruining our childhood. Um, but 
um, if you do it right, which I thought with the the Last Jedi, they did it kind of the right way. They they I didn't have a problem with it. it. Was kind of made Luke Skywalker more interesting than he ever was before. That was my favorite of of um, the sequels. So and I think but I don't good. think they pulled that off with this movie because no, even at not. the end, Indiana Jones is like, "What's the point of What's the point of going on?" Yeah. Even after the end, when the adventure's over, what's the whole? Why bother? You know, why bother going on? Or what? Why do I need to even be here? That kind of thing. Yes. All right, so thanks for tuning into this <laughs> abbreviated episode of Our Little Talks. Um, what um, I thought that the middle section was really, really slow and long. This movie's I got two very hours, bored. two hours and thirty-four minutes long. The part, the I middle think... section is tedious. The whole part of them trying to piece together the mystery of the Dial of Destiny and. Um, but then as it sort of gets towards the final climactic portion of the film, which is cra- absolutely crazy, <laughs> um, it does start to get more interesting. But one thing I kept waiting for was for that spark to come to Indiana Jones' spirit and his eyes as he's discovering things. Kind of like in The Last Crusade when he finds the knight's tomb and he's getting all excited and Ilsa Schneider says to him, just like your father, Giddy is a schoolboy. Like he's all excited about history and things. And in this movie, that never happens. Yeah. He never seems like this is fixing my spirit. Yeah. In any way. And well, the 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 initial reasoning for why he was going on this adventure and and going to look for Archimedes' dial was because he was trying to, um, he was trying to clear him his name for a murder and somehow him finding the dial and finding Helena was going to clear his name, which they never touch on again after that. And right. that doesn't make really much of any sense as to why that yeah. would clear. He's his wanted name. for murder, but it, that just kind of disappears. I honestly, I think that the whole thing of where they had the twist of her being like, Oh, she's actually not like an archeologist or whatever. She's a criminal. And she, she just wanted to sell it or whatever. Right. She's I, buying. She's finding things so that she can sell them on the black market. Yeah. I didn't like that twist. I thought that it would have been more interesting had she actually had a genuine interest in finding it for, like, archaeological reasons. It would have been more interesting to explore, like, the relationship between her and her father and why she is looking for it, even though it made him go crazy or whatever. I feel like that would have been more interesting than just like... What would have been more interesting is letting Indiana Jones be the main character in his own movie. I think he was the main character. Uh, there's a there's a lot of him sort of watching her do stuff. There's a part where they're kind of captured and she starts schmoozing the villain. Like, I'm going to join your side. I'll help you find it. If you pay me this much, I'll tell you everything you need to know. But she slips a... Uh, stick of dynamite into her pocket and then like she's yeah. the one that comes up with all the ways to get out of everything that they fall into yeah and I, he's just like getting scared by insects get them off of me and i'm like he was never afraid of insects before yeah and then they have a scene where they're underwater and he gets surrounded by eels and he's scared of them because they look like snakes but he doesn't find any in ingenious way, way to, yeah. or a fun way to get away from them he's just like him panicking as he's trying to swim back to the surface of the water yeah. um, and i think a lot of that is because he's older and that's part of the reason why it doesn't work now that he's older because 
I think... I thought it worked fine when he was 15 years younger yeah. in the last movie. I know a lot of people will say, that movie's terrible, The Kingdom of the I Crystal I haven't seen it in a while. Crystal I have to Skull. watch it again. Uh, but it wasn't as good as the other ones, but it was at least close to the feeling of those films. Yeah. And it at least had a spirit of fun. It had some good adventure and some good characters and things in it. This doesn't have that. Yeah. I think that they could have had old Indiana Jones who still is adventurous and makes like who does fun stuff and figures things out and, and yeah, gets but the out of predicaments and left, stuff like leftist that. Leftist mentality is you have to tear down everybody's <laughs> heroes and replace them right. with a flawless female. Exactly. I actually, I saw, I really like the actress who played her. Phoebe Waller-Bridgers. Phoebe Phoebe Bridgers. I've I I've seen her in lots some of other Phoebe stuff. Bridgers out there today in this world today. Yeah. I'm well, noticed. it's Bridge. Her last name is Bridge. I know, but there's still Bridgers. Bridge Phoebe Bridge Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Waller Bridge and Phoebe Bridgers. Yes, yeah. so lots of Phoebe anyway, like, Bridges. I like Phoebe Waller Bridge, but I didn't really like her character. Well, I don't think you're supposed to necessarily. I think what they were intending to do was that you're like, oh, she's you know she's selfish. She's only in this for the money. She's like doesn't have a heart or whatever. And then as the movie goes on, she, through her adventure with Indiana Jones, learns that there's more to life than money. Yes. And she starts to care about other people. But that didn't really happen. Yeah. Like, she kind of was... We didn't see, like, her change at all or, like, a journey that she went through. She sort of changes. It was kind of just like she was selfish all the way through and then she, at the last second, changed her mind. And yeah. so it's like there was no character development, really. There was no. no arc there. One of the things people have been... The rumors had been that the the this movie was going to end with her... Um, was going to end with her taking, taking over, mantle. but one of the rumors was that she actually used the Dial of Destiny to to go back to the beginning of the Indiana Jones adventures, and she's the one that finds the Ark, and she's the one that they would have like this montage, montage scene yeah. at the end, and then they were the that they were gonna continue the story with her More as movies the new as Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones or whatever, yeah. um, and. You happen. can sort of see, because there were rumors that they also reshot a bunch of stuff. You can see that there's there's something that was in that. It just you can see the seeds of some other movie in the film. Like they were going in some direction, and then when you get to the end, it goes it goes in a different direction than what. Hmm. I guess I didn't really pick up on that. It just you can just kind of. Yeah, you can kind of feel it happening. Like, the ending is really weird. Yeah, the ending was super abrupt. It yeah. was like... And there were rumors that they reshot the ending. Uh, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But, um, I don't know. Well, like you said before, like, you got... It's hard to get jazzed up talking about this because I didn't really like it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just not, like, I'm not... I, it would be a better podcast if we were like the guys on the internet who are willing to get yeah, wound we up and angry and that we were betrayed. Yeah. We were betrayed by Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm or whatever. But Well, my thing is like I didn't like the movie, but it doesn't matter. It's just a movie. I thought you did like the movie. It was all right. I liked it more in the moment. In the moment. And then like thinking about it more, I was like I was really I wanted to like it. Like I wanted it to be a good movie, but I didn't 
I, I was really bored, and I don't think that it was a well-written and well-carried-out movie. Yeah, there was a good movie in there somewhere. They, they could have done a really do good job. And the thing did. is, like, James Mangold, uh, he's the director of uh, Ford versus Ferrari, which is one of my favorite movies of the last... Yeah, it's a good movie. ...five to ten years. Um, he's a good director. He apparently directed a movie about the Wolverine, the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. I've never seen it, but that got good reviews, apparently. Um, but this movie, um, yeah, uh, it, it didn't do it for me. It didn't, it didn't, but I'm not angry. I'm not like, you ruined the legacy of Indiana yeah, Jones. because it, the other movies are still there. They're you still can go there. Watch you can them go and back You don't have to watch, watch this one it. if you yeah. don't want to, which Well, I yeah, like, I is. think the part where they're in, what country was it? I, Tangier. Tangier. When they're in Tangier. Not and bad. I only saw the movie once, and I remembered that he was teaching at I Hunter knew, College, and that they went to Tangiers. I I knew it was either Algiers or Tangiers. Anyway, go ahead, Tangiers. Anyway, the part where they're they're like um on the little the little carts driving around the city, they're being chased by two different groups of people. Uh huh. And I think that was too much, and I I was like bored during that sequence, but I was yeah. also overwhelmed, and it was like too much was happening. Because it was like, there was the one character who we knew absolutely nothing about, who all of a sudden just showed up and was after them, and then the group of people, um, working for Mads Mikkelsen's character, right, um, chasing them, and I was like, we could have just had the Mads Mikkelsen character people chasing them. Yeah, it didn't have to be two separate groups of bad guys. Yeah, because after that sequence, we never see that other guy again. Yeah, and there's some pretty gen- and there's some chase scenes in it that go on way too long, and they're very generic. Nothing. There's predictable. I mean, just think about the things from the original movie, the original movies that are stuck in your brain. There's nothing in this. Him sliding under the truck, um, him fighting the big Nazi guy. Yeah, by the and plane. And getting cut yeah. up of the propeller of the plane. There's all these images that are stuck in your brain from those old movies. There's nothing like yeah, that in there, here that's going to stand out. There were memorable, creative moments. The guy with the sword getting shot. Yeah. None of that's going to happen with this movie. You're not going to walk out thinking, those are some iconic Indiana Jones Yeah, all I remember was there was a chase scene. And, like, nothing really happened. It was just them driving. Yeah. Another weird thing that happened was the guys uh, just seemed... The, Indiana Jones and... Phoebe Waller Bridgers are always a step ahead of the bad guys, but the bad guys always find them. Yeah. And there's it, this it weird matter, scene where they're yeah. flaunt going away in a boat and uh, he gets the binoculars out. He thinks they're going east, but he gets binoculars out and they turn west. Yeah. And he's like, they're not going east, they're going west. And then he's uh, he's where he, knows exactly, he figures out where they're going to go. Yeah, he knows exactly what and part he's of there. Italy they're going and to. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. Yeah. Was it Italy? No, it was Greece. That they were going they were to, going to Greece. Greece, not Italy. But it's like, oh, they're, they're turning west. Are they turning? Yeah, they're turning west. They must be heading to Greece. Yeah, I'll meet them there. Also, another thing that I thought was weird is in the opening sequence, Mads Mads Mikkelsen's character. I don't even know what his name was. Do you remember? He had two names. Um, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Mads, it doesn't matter. Mads Something Mikkelsen. Something German. <laughs> the, the Nazi guy. Some generic, he, um, like, stereotypical German name. He Do- had... Dr. Schmitz or something like that. <laughs> like, what, Let's dur- look it up. During the scene on the train, he gets hit 
in the face by a giant Mads Mickelson dial of destiny by a giant metal arm thing that was hanging over the train and falls off of the train and he has no scarring no yeah, when you injuries. see him later you think he'd have a big scar across his face yeah. he gets hit by the the water tower and like falls off of a moving train going full speed and he's completely fine i think there was like a tiny scar and maybe they added that in after i don't know have you figured out what his name was no, I don't know what's going on. Um, my The Google phones are... I don't know what's going on here. I'm trying to Google, and it's just absolutely not doing anything. I'm not sure what's happening. All right. I'm trying to Google, and it's as Turn on my contacts. It's That's like, I, I don't care about that right now. I just want to... Maybe you said... Because you said dial. I thought you wanted to call somebody. No, I think it's because I have my... I don't have my contacts synced to the cloud or something. Um, it doesn't matter. What I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Doctor Schmitz. We'll call him. I think that yeah, he was Schmidt or something, and then he was like yeah, I don't know something else. But it, there was a whole yeah. lot of nothing happening. And his a whole lot of going on in this movie, but a whole lot of nothing as a result. Yeah, and his reasoning and like what he was trying to do, we didn't even know until like the end of the movie. So the whole time you're yeah. like, what is his? What is even his? Right. What is what's my motivation? What's his motivation? And it turns yeah, yeah. out that the Dial of Destiny is not really a time machine. It's not clear from the movie. It seems like you could turn it and go anywhere in time if you have the right no. coordinates. But um, because of continental drift. No, that's not what it was. It was um, she, at the end. Um, I think you can go Archim anywhere. No, because Archimedes comes up and says, like, how far have you come from? And then Indiana Jones is like, it's been like we came 2, from 2,000 years. years. And then he said, like, but we didn't even know that we were coming. And then he says, like, you were going to come eventually, and he holds up the dial. And then, um, so, and then I guess Phoebe what we're supposed to believe um, says, is, oh, it was only set to come here. They want, they needed help in this battle. So he made the dial and set it to come. Okay, but to why, that what if just battle. some schmuck shows up? They, they needed help in the battle, but they didn't end up really helping them. Yeah, no, they didn't help them at all. I don't know. It, it didn't. Was, yeah, it didn't, make, it didn't make sense. It seemed like it there were two different. Made more that's sense. where again, where I was thinking there were two different things that, like, it seemed like, because that guy thought he could go back to Germany, 1939. So he thought he could set the dial to go to a specific time and place. But it was always set to that battle in. But with, then, why would continental drift have anything to do with it? It didn't. Indiana Jones was just saying he was just throwing. He was, he was spitballing. Well, he was just saying. Well, so, that's, I so guess well, that's here's the what thing we should probably like, explain. Two different movies. We should probably explain. The Dial of Destiny is something that they believe will send them back in time. The Germans get a plane. They dress in their Nazi costumes, and they're going to go back to Germany, murder Hitler, but so take over. Take over yeah. because they know um, how to fix the the, the mistakes, mistakes that, that Hitler, Hitler made. made. Yeah. But they end up flying through this uh, fissure in time and going back to the the uh, the battle at Syracuse between the Romans and the Greeks. Yes. And Archimedes is there constructing the Dial of Destiny when they get there. Well, I guess so. It was kind of crazy at in the, at the moment. I was like, "This is wild," but then afterwards, I was like, "Well, that's kind of dumb." Well, I guess why, that's yeah. that's where you can kind of see like what you were yeah, saying about there being two different movies. There's two different stories because we have here. like. Indiana Jones being like, wait a minute, continental drift. We don't know where we're gonna go. I don't know where we're going, but it's not. It's not 1939 yeah. or We're whatever. just going 
wherever or whatever and um but then it, it and that was because the continental telling drift. Your calculations were wrong. Yeah, but then it turns out, oh, there the reason no we came here wasn't because of continental drift. It was because the dial is only set. Yeah. To go to the Battle of Syracuse, so it doesn't. Yeah, it's like. So the previous three and four movies were all about religious things. Ark of the Covenant. Then Hinduism with the Shank. Shankara stones, mm-hmm. then the cup of Christ, the Holy Grail, yeah, from the Last Crusade, and the fourth one was about the Incan, the um, the crystal skulls or whatever that of the Incans, and then it turned out to be interdimensional beings or whatever. Yeah, this one has nothing to do with religious stuff at all. No. At the beginning, it does because he thinks that the, they're getting the spear that this, pierced Christ's yeah. side, and they turn out it's a f- it's a fake. Yeah. Um. But then the dial of they they stumble upon the dial of destiny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I I don't think, and it isn't even really the problem. Isn't necessarily just that. Well, Indiana Jones is too old. They wrote him. I mean, what are you gonna do? It they was, should have let them ride off into the sunset in the last crusade and been done with it. It was really depressing, like when, when he like the way that they wrote him. Obviously, he's old, and that's going to affect like the way that the character is written. Yeah, but the way that they wrote him, it like the part where he finds like the dead bodies and he's like he's acting like all upset and like he's like freaking out, like he's never seen dead bodies before, and like calls the police and I think it's because it was people it was people he, was he close knew. With. Yeah, but also it's like it it was like it was just sad cuz it's like oh this is depressing like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. There was a scene where some of his friends die and Phoebe Waller Bridgers is Phoebe Bridgers is um like gloating about something and he's like my friends just died my friend just got murdered and i have a feeling like harrison ford probably said you know he really it should really be acknowledged at this point yeah that they just killed his friends his friends just all died rather than these were throwaway characters her fun little her so it just feels like there's little things that just plugged into it as they went along things that they, they changed plot points that were originally solved maybe in the a fir- an earlier version of the film before yeah. they changed it. So it's just kind of all over the place. Yeah. And, like, we talked about this. Pretty forgettable stuff. We talked about this. Pretty forgettable stuff. Like, not on air, where we were talking about how, like, it would have been fine if Indiana Jones had been depressed and, um... And, but then, like, throughout the movie, like you said, like, he gets that spark back and he learns, like, oh, life is worth living and that sort of thing. And it's it, really not about it, the things that you're after. It's yeah, who do you it's do it with, with and all and that stuff. I'm going to, you know, take go see my wife. Which was the point of The Last Crusade. He keeps trying to reach back for the, the grail, the grail which his yeah. father's been after his whole life. And his father tells him, hey, let it go. Yeah, because the relationship between right. him and his and father that doesn't happen. has been fixed. It kind of happens here because he's like, I want to stay here with Archimedes. And then she's like, no, you have to go back and to where but you come. You don't made... belong here. You're going to change history or whatever. Yeah. And then she punches him, and the next thing you know, he's back in his yeah. bed. Because he never made the in in um, the Last Crusade. He makes the decision to stop reaching for the Grail and to accept yeah. 
So this movie's kind of like, yeah. he didn't really learn a lesson from yeah, that. Yeah, and this, so he didn't learn anything. And, like, at the end, he's still, like, he still thinks that he would have been better off right. staying there. Yeah. Yeah. There were some people that were like, oh, Sala just shows up out of nowhere. Where did he come from? And I was they like, explain. well, they didn't, they, all explain, they didn't explain it, but you can figure it out. Yeah. He called him. He's like, I'm sorry it took so long. It's like. Indiana Jones called him and said, please yeah, come and get me and pick me up here. Yeah, and he's been living there because he says, well, like, he this says, is... Please come pick me up. Yeah, and he says, like, this is the man who helped bring our family to America during the war. Right, but then I just mean that they made it sound like he just happened to show up on the street where Indiana Jones was, but if you're paying attention... Well, yeah, he says, took me... Sorry, it took he me so long. He says, sorry, it took here. me so yeah. long, and it's, oh, he must have called him yeah. to come get him. Yeah, it's context clues. Anyway... Also, he introduces <laughs> Indiana Jones... To Sal introduces Indiana Jones to his grandchildren and is like, this is the man that helped bring us to America. I'm like, he's the man who helped bring you to America, but your grandchildren have never met him before. Like, I feel like they would and know in Indiana Jones. Yeah, they live in the same city in the house that Indiana Jones probably visits. And, and they go get ice cream at the end yeah. while he reunites with Mary. And, and I, That was the best part of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It but it could have been avoided. It was just sad. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be like, they're back together, yay. And I'm like, eh. Nothing, the the best way to describe this film is joyless. Soulless. Soulless and joyless. Joy. Joyless is, there's no joy in it. Yeah. Nothing happens in it that makes you feel like a spark of, man, I love adventure films yeah. or whatever. It's just like, oh, you're just reminded that everyone gets old and <laughs> nobody dies yeah. with dignity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, you, that's not why you go to to movies like Indiana Jones. You you go to be to sort of forget your problems and well, yeah, forget that like these things happen and it's not the years, it's the mileage and things like yeah. that. Yeah. At the end of like um after seeing um what is the name of that movie? The one with the Ark of the Covenant. Raiders of <laughs> the, the Raiders Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. After seeing that movie in theaters, I was like, wow, that's such a great movie. Like, I felt like, oh, that was great. That was amazing. And then after this, I was just yeah, like. Yeah, it was fantastic. I forgot how good it was till yeah. we went and saw and it the theater saw again. And then I saw it, and I was like, that was a great movie. I like, was like, that... hey, this is back when they filmed things on location. So yeah. they had an actual yeah. truck chase. And they didn't have, like, um, cameras that could follow someone as they were thrown off a cliff. Exactly. It's kind of one of the. Temple of Doom when Malaram falls off the cliff the camera follows him down as he bounces off the wall. Yes. But like in a Marvel movie they would like have you spinning as Spider-Man spinning around 100 million miles an hour yeah. falling off a building the camera would be like rotating around him and just yeah. throw you off and well, like it doesn't feel natural. Like when yeah, when it's those sort of movies it are those sort of that sort of camera work it it you're like oh this is weird I don't but when you Kathleen Kennedy killed you, our childhoods, everybody. I don't know why does everybody blame Kathleen Kennedy? Because she's the one that greenlights these things. But she didn't write it. Just she's the she, one that had a T-shirt that said "The Force is Female" and stuff like that. Just because she just because she greenlit the movies, she didn't write the movie. But but she's the one maybe that's like, hey, uh, this movie needs to be about a girl. Like the Force Awakens was about a girl who's stronger in the Force than all the guys. That's not true. She never she wasn't ha- stronger in the force than all the guys. She never has a she Her knows and Kylo she doesn't Ryan have any had, flaws. Had a comparable strength. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But we don't need to talk about Star Wars. Nope. Star Wars is dumb. 
let's talk about uh, i don't know how much longer we've been talking for 40 minutes this is probably not i hate to say it but this is not our best episode <laughs> we can talk about um the temple of doom because we no. recently rewatched that no, i actually i, I learned something about any of this anymore i just want to go to bed i learned <laughs> i learned something interesting about uh the temple of doom because i was oh, yeah? i was interested after watching it to see like because i knew obviously it was not like an accurate it's really dark but it still maintains joyful elements and humor and it somehow manages to balance those things and make an interesting movie where this one's just dour and depressing all front to back and uh, that kid that who's supposed to be the short round of this movie doesn't come near to having the character and personality of kihu kwan and he does no what Ki That's what I said. No, you didn't. <laughs> didn't I say Ki? What did I say? Ki Hu Kwan? I don't it's know. Ki-Kwan. You said like Ki Kwan. Short round. This kid does not have anywhere near. There's another weird part where they're like, "Hey, can you fly that plane?" And he says, "No, uh, I, I, I don't. I've never flown that kind of plane before." And then she said, or he says, "I don't know. I've never flown that kind of plane before." And then she says, "But you've never flown any plane before." So why would she ask him if he could fly that plane? He was learning to fly a plane. In okay. The, in the scene where... Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they obviously little, threw well, that in. That obviously was filmed later. Cause, yeah, because as soon as that happened, I thought, oh, he's going to have to fly a plane right, later. Right, obviously. But then when he's, she's like, can you fly... Why would she ask him, can you fly that plane? And he says, no, I've never flown that kind before. And then she says, you've never flown any kind of plane. Why would you expect him to be able to fly any plane then? Why would you ask him? Because she was saying, based on the probably based on the knowledge, based that you on the have, fact that you sat at a table with some fake airplane, yeah. could you dials, fly this? Can you fly that plane? Extremely there? complicated. Well, she's like, can you fly that plane? plane? Yeah. As though I guess that doesn't that really plane make over sense. there yeah. is a that specific type of plane. Can you fly that? I've never flown a and plane he's before. Like, I don't I even know I've what type of plane that plane. is. And then she's like, you've never flown any kind of plane. Then, yeah, then why dumb. would he know like, how to like, fly that? Hey, we're trying to make a joke here, and it and it um, it bombed. But anyway, bombed harder than this film is bombing <laughs> at the box office. I think it's made eighty four million dollars in two weeks. That's not yeah. good. But anyway, and domestically, as I was saying, Temple of Doom, Indiana was... Jones, and the Dial of Disappointment. Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Indiana Jones and the doomed dial or the doomed destiny of I don't know Indiana Jones and the ruined legacy I don't know whatever anyway Temple know. of Doom as we, I, it's as no I fun to saying. talk about a movie that here's the thing it's not like this is a movie that's so bad it was it, it was yeah, good it was just kind it of was like, just a, kinda like eh. when is this gonna be over yeah can we go home yet well anyway as I was saying Temple of Doom. I was interested after we saw it because I was like, obviously, this is not an accurate depiction of Indian culture or anything like that. And so I, I looked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I looked up about like the the dinner scene, and they said that like you can't even eat brains in the way that they did because the nerve tissue would like damage your body. So they're like nobody eats brains like that because it's you can't it's, it's bad a, for it's you. an action it's an adventure film but it's also, not meant to depict any culture in a correct i understand the complaint, but also but um it's I, just I supposed found to out, gross you out yes nobody's sitting there you're, going you're indian in a, people eat monkey brains but you're inaccurately depicting a culture for the sake of 
having a ew that's so gross is it a culture or is it just the weird people at this temple well people who see it and they don't feed they don't try to feed indiana jones monkey brains when he comes to their village they give him like like vegetables and stuff people who see it will take it at face value and think oh this is what indian people Ah, do come on give people more but anyway as i was saying it was banned in india after the release of it because they didn't like the way that it was depicting their culture and so they were like oh come on (laughs) oh come on which i thought was interesting because i didn't know that before Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. No, I get it. I understand. I understand the complaint. But part of me is like, yeah, I get it. I understand that. Maybe it's from my American point of view. I maybe I'm not seeing it seeing it clearly. Yeah, I mean, like, I it's think an adventure it was, film. I didn't walk out of there. Part of I that never at any point either. after watching that movie thought, I can't believe people in India eat chilled monkey brains. Yeah. I well, was just, just kind of like, you didn't. Doesn't but I'm. Th- I think people were. I know, but you can't. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, get into this whole. I know people that think they should ban The Godfather because there's violence in it. I'm like, yeah, but it's a, a depiction of the the downfall of someone. It, yeah. it just put, paints the violence have... in a bad light. It doesn't mean it's not like just because some people watch it and go and have no media oh, literacy. Yeah, yeah. Take leave the gun, take the cannolis. It's the best line in the movie or whatever. It's like that doesn't. Isn't let's we gotta ban it because there's some people aren't gonna get it. Some people aren't gonna get it, so we should ban it. Yeah. No. Now I'm wound up. <laughs> Finally, something to wind me. Now we're wound any, up. Can we can we wrap this up? Can we call this the say, shortest episode? Short episode. It is a short episode. We haven't um, been really doing anything because I mean summer break. We've just been. Yeah, and I don't know. Just been working and stuff like yeah. that. So. We've been busy, but we wanted to get this out that we saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and we didn't like I'm, it. We didn't like it. Two thumbs down. I don't. Um, no stars. No recommendations. <laughs> I don't. Um, and I'm, but I'm not like, oh, you've ruined the legacy of Indiana. No yeah. one's gonna remember this movie. It's, it's gonna. It'll be that it wasn't directed by Steven Spielberg, and it, it shows. Count. Like even the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, for all its flaws. It was it was, was well directed. Whether now, why you like the it, Steven Spielberg, he was he backed out of it. Oh, okay. He had some other stuff going on, and I think he was like, you know what? Let's have somebody else do this because because I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I think he knew. But John I Williams did. Well, and there's another music. thing. Let's look, another thing is I don't think he really did much composing on this film. Oh, there's a whole a lot of music writer? cues. I think no, I don't think I think he composed some parts of it, but I think they relied heavily on music cues and pieces of music from the original movies. Yeah, reused because I I, think, I noticed they used Marion's not just theme like the Raiders theme, but I think there were a lot of themes and through that they were. I think he kind of said, "Yeah, I'll write some new I'll stuff, compile. Helena's theme yeah. or whatever." I'm sure there's some, but I think listening to it, I was like, man, a lot of this music is just recycled. Yeah. Not just the theme. Yeah, because that's an all of them. So. Not just that. There was a ton of times during the movie I was like, mm, this is all music from the other movies. Yes, I did notice that when he was talking about... But John about... Williams is 90 years old. Are you going to make him go... He was probably like, yeah, I'll write a couple of pieces for this. but And then they just kind of piece the, piece the soundtrack together. He's one of my favorite composers. <laughs> He's a hack. <laughs> he just recycles the same theme and, and puts a twist it well. on it. Star Wars and 
and Superman, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jurassic Park, they all sound pretty similar. Not really. Yeah, I, mean, I was to say, they're all pretty. It just sounds like but, the same composer. Yeah, they're just similar because they're written by the same person. But if Poser. You, but if you hear them, they're very, you know. The posing composer. Yeah. That sounds like a uh, Lemony Snicket book. I was book. just going to say, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, the posing composer. Anything else? I don't really, I don't, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered. I mean, yeah, most of the movie. this is if if we're gonna rank one to twenty four, twenty four on episodes, I would rank this one probably in twenty two to twenty four somewhere. Nothing we didn't say. This is actually very apropos for what we're talking about because we didn't say anything really particularly funny. Yeah, we didn't say anything new or unique. New or unique. Yeah, nothing. Nothing joyful came out yeah. of this. So everybody with a podcast it, has said everything that we've just. said. It's a so, theme. You know. Yeah, it's a. It listen, it the theme of the movie, or this the, this podcast matches what we're talking about. Yeah. If we were talking about something and exciting and funny, good. it would probably be exciting and funny, but. Um, is it your turn to say the uh, the the outro? I think it might be. It might be. But so I would just say, despite <laughs> the fact that we didn't like this movie, I enjoy our little talks.